This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Hello and welcome back to Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer from Kramer Investment Services. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call. Our phone number in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin is 262-729-4128. And our McHenry, Illinois office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to visit us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. That's K-R-A-M-E-R. You can view our past couple of podcasts on our site by clicking on the media library and radio tabs. Subscribers to Spotify and Apple Podcasts can view all of our past podcasts. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or if you wish to schedule a face-to-face meeting. Now, during today's show, we're going to examine steps that you can take to build more financial confidence during three critical periods of your life. Your 20s and 30s is the first stage. Your 50s is stage two. And in retirement is the third stage that we're going to talk about. The decision-making process during each of these three chapters in your life is critically important. And each one comes with its own unique set of challenges and needs. I think these three cha- these three chapters are also interconnected in a way that we should always be aware of. If you make good decisions, especially earlier on, it makes those other chapters of our life a lot more uh, easy to manage. But before we break down these important financial chapters, let, let me introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It's just been a really busy week for me, Jim. Uh, but you know what? That's good. I, I think that's a good thing. And I'm excited about the show today. It sounds like a really great one you've got prepared for us. Uh, but first, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. I had a good weekend. It was a little rainy, but it didn't stop me. I was still outside and <laughs> got to do some things. And we did some furniture shopping over the weekend and um, yeah. just got some things done that we needed to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, it was really rainy here, so I really didn't get anything done outside and didn't get to go outside. But yeah, I did a little shopping this weekend too. Got myself some new uh, hiking and walking shoes uh, with oh, nice. some good support, which uh, I'm excited about uh, and hope to get out and be able to do some more walking. My doctor says you got to get out there and exercise. And I like to go outside to do that when it's not raining, of course. Um, but you know, this topic today, let's, let's jump right into it because it's an intriguing one. I'm eager to talk about that first chapter you mentioned, the 20s and 30s. Because I think so much of retirement marketing and even what we talk about here on the show focuses on people who are really closer to punching the time clock for the last time, uh, more in the senior category. But as you and I both know, Jim, getting ready for retirement, that's a process that really needs to begin a long time, decades before you're done working. So how do you want to get us started on this today? 
Okay, so starting off with the first chapter, being in your 20s and 30s, a Kiplinger article, Six Saving Tips for Millennials Who Want to Retire Rich, has some very good information. Well, I think the article is a good one. I don't think the goal should be for everyone to retire rich. I think the goal should be to retire in a way that makes you feel secure and fulfilled. The first piece of advice is creating a budget that places a priority on retirement savings. While student loans and increasingly high rent can make saving money a challenge when you're just starting out, it's important to conquer the challenge of savings and making sure you pay yourself first for the long run. Right. And that's and that's huge right there. I think paying yourself first, you've mentioned that before on shows, that's really good. And uh, when you're still in your 20s, any amount of money that you set aside for retirement is uh, could potentially at least grow into a nice chunk of change 40 years down the road. That's exactly right, Tony. It's important to start somewhere. The earlier, the better. I mean, for an investor that can start off, let's say, in their 20s and just setting aside maybe even $100 a month puts them so much farther ahead of the game than somebody who's just starting to save in their 40s, where they have to save several times more per month and hope for a much higher rate of return just to come out the same as that person who started off earlier in life doing that. Right. So the next the next tip is taking advantage of your employer's 401k match. That is a drumbeat that we've talked about several times, Tony. If your employer offers a 401k, start contributing immediately and make sure you're kicking in enough to get the full match that the employer is offering. As this article notes, if your employer contributes 50% for every dollar you contribute up to 6% of your pay, which is very common, that means you're getting 9% of your savings being uh, set aside every month to go into a long-term retirement plan. Right. And I think that's huge. We always shout it from the mountaintops, right? Uh, the rooftops, at least, do not leave free money sitting on the table. So what's next? Okay. So, well, when you put it like that, definitely um, free money. That's a very important <laughs> thing to yeah. just you know beat that drum and say it yep. over and over again. Establishing a Roth IRA is another way to begin saving for your eventual retirement. If your employer doesn't offer a 401k or if you've already maxed out your 401k contributions, this may be your next smart move. In addition to some potentially attractive tax benefits, a Roth IRA also allows you to withdraw your contributions at any time and for any reason without any taxes or penalties. Right. And that's that's another thing that you have to keep in mind. Uh, you read my mind. I mean, Roth IRAs have a lot of benefits, but they do also come with a, a lot of rules and nuances that people need to be aware of which makes them a great reason to have a relationship with a financial services professional. Make sure you're working with somebody like yourself uh, so you don't make any mistakes, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Kiplinger's neck next expresses the importance of something else you and I have highlighted often during our previous episodes, which is automating your savings. Whether it's a traditional 401k or a Roth IRA, setting up so that your contributions flow out of your paycheck without you even having to worry about it or think about it. Don't make saving money any harder than it needs to be. Right. And any move you can take that makes your financial strategy easier is a good step. Right. And the next prudent financial move you can make in your 20s and 30s 
30s is obviously to invest wisely. Now, we avoid getting too far in the weeds about investing on our show because we just don't have the time to go over all the different rules, pluses and minuses of where to invest. But Tony, you mentioned meeting with a financial services professional about Roth IRAs, and that's a very good idea. I would add that investing is another perfect opportunity to add a financial services representative to your team. Yeah. I mean, it's like we always say, Jim, building a financial strategy isn't always easy. So why go it alone? That's right. And here's another quick tip. Boost your savings. The article mentions that some people recommend that you save 10 to 15 percent of your salary. And if you're not quite there yet, adding a little more to your retirement savings, anything in additional to what you're doing now can be very, very helpful. During today's show, we've been chatting about preparing for retirement in three stages, your 20s and 30s, your 50s, and when you're fully retired. During our first segment that we just talked about, we addressed the 20s and 30s. So now we're going to focus on the next step or the next stage, which is people in their 50s. Yep, there you go. And people in your 50s. So this next step is going to be an interesting one. I think it's going to be an important segment because while preparing for retirement when you're in your 20s and 30s is essential, the reality is once you hit your 50s, <laughs> it's staring you right at the right in the face. It's coming at you like a freight train. And I hate to out you, Tony, but you and I both are in our 50s and oh. and it's very true. You, Wait, you start what? thinking about retirement. Yes. I'm out no, of you. <laughs> come on, Jim. I will. There's, All right, you're no younger. Uh, I don't you're... age, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, we're both All in right. our 50s. You're right. You're okay. right. You kind of spilled the beans on that one. I'm sure yeah. people were assuming I was uh, maybe early 30s. You definitely, with your voice, <laughs> I was going to say. Right, right. All right. So the article from The Balance, Tips for Retirement Planning in Your 50s, really lays out some great details. Its first recommendation is to get a handle on your spending because, as you said, Tony, at this point of retirement, it's starting to barrel down on you. Like medicine that tastes bad but makes you feel better, cutting your spending is the simplest way to save for retirement. Yeah, a little sacrifice today may make retirement a lot easier tomorrow. Uh, So what's next? All right, this next one, trimming down your debt, ties in directly with cutting back your spending. For many of us, that is just a part of life, whether it's a mortgage, car payment, or credit cards. But that said, you don't want to head into retirement with the anchor of debt weighing down on you. One potential strategy when you're in your 50s is attacking the principal balance to your debts as aggressively as possible. And then once you have a smaller balance, you may be able to refinance and get a much better deal. The article also has two bits of advice when it comes to home ownership in your 50s. First, selling your home if you no longer need that much uh, space particularly if you bought years ago. And second, if you prefer to stay in your current home during retirement, completely paying off your mortgage before your retirement is definitely a good idea. Well, yeah, definitely. You want to pay down your debt. That's always that's always advantageous. And I think both of those homeownership strategies you mentioned make a lot of sense, Jim. I mean, a financial services professional like yourself can uh, offer a solid perspective on what people can do with their home before and after they retire. Uh, a little education never hurt anyone, right? 
That's true. And speaking of education, Tony, the article next emphasizes making sure that you never stop learning and expand your financial knowledge. So when it comes to financial strategies, there's no finish line. You should always be aware of changing rules and standards so that you and your strategy remain nimble and adaptable. And don't forget that some rules and regulations change as you get older. Take advantage of books, websites, classes to sharpen your financial skills and lean on your financial services professional to help you with any questions or concerns that you have. Right. And, uh, you know, one of the things I always tell people, Jim, is not to label their financial services professional financial planner as somebody who simply works for them, but to instead view them as a partner, somebody who really cares about you and your financial future. And that's why they need to work with somebody like yourself, Jim, someone they can trust. I think that's huge. Uh, You need that advocate, a financial expert on your team. Uh, what do you have next for us? Okay, so Tony, through through our 50s, that may be a time folks may be beginning to think about winding down their career. It may be, in fact, the perfect time to start focusing, though, on your career. Look at, the, look at it this way. When it comes to accumulating assets or wealth, your earnings potential is probably the most powerful tool you have. And if you love your job and if you're still challenged by it, why not consider staying in the workforce perhaps a little bit longer than you originally anticipated? By doing that, you give yourself continued purpose while also providing yourself additional financial resources and may make your retirement, once you are fully ready, a lot easier. To my point, though, consider Social Security. The Social Security benefit is determined based on your 35 highest earning years. And we've talked about this in our previous podcast. But if you're in your mid-50s and you're making more than what you have before in the past, each year that you work and earn a an income, that's higher than the average over your 35 years, that starts to really build up a higher social security nest egg for you when you're ready to start drawing upon it. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. So, uh, you know, obviously thinking about income and retirement, that's one of people's biggest concerns. And, you know, I, I view a financial professional like yourself as a coach to help us with that. And, you know, uh, as we've mentioned during previous shows, don't undercount the fact that retirement means a lot more time on your hands as well. And that may be a struggle for some folks. I mean, if you like your job and you find purpose in it, why not keep going? Right. I agree with that, Tony. Your portfolio is another thing to really focus on when you're in your 50s. You'll want to spend time with a financial services professional to go through your investments with a fine-tooth comb just to ensure that you're allocated in a way that balances potential and safety. Very important. Yeah. That one really hits home for me because when it comes to your portfolio, a second opinion from somebody like yourself is a smart play. Right. So if you're running a little bit behind in terms of where you'd like to be financially, the good news is that in your 50s, you have a way to catch up, so to speak. So once you turn 50, the IRS allows you to throw in an extra $1,000 into your IRA each year or $2,000 if you're married and your spouse is also over 50 years old. Uh, additionally, in 2021, you can funnel an extra 6500 into your 401k if you're 50 years or older. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, hopefully some of these uh, con- contribution changes that kick in when you do turn 50 are a source of optimism then for some people. Uh, do you have another one for us? Yeah, I do, Tony. So when you hit your 50s, it's perhaps most more important than ever to review your financial strategy on a regular basis. Are you making the kinds of progress that you need in order for you to retire? 
And where are you at this point in time compared to where you want to be? So when you're in your 50s, your motto should be to review and adjust as needed. Yeah, good advice. And, and during the show today, you've been looking at strong financial steps during three critical chapters uh, of our lives. The 20s and 30s is the first segment. Your 50s, we've discussed that. And then during your retirement. And, uh, you know, we've already covered 20s and 30s and the 50s. So now uh, I know it's time to take a look at some of the financial steps that we might want to take to be prepared uh, when we're retired. What do you have for us first on that one? Okay, Tony. So Forbes has a really good article called 13 Ways to Make Your Money Last in Retirement that I think can help us frame this discussion. It's no great revelation to say that many people feel some financial anxiety during retirement. After all, you're not working anymore, which means the days of a steady, steady paycheck are over. But with a little strategizing, you can put yourself in a position to make sure your money lasts. The article's first piece of advice is to shrink your fixed expenses, which includes things like housing, food, transportation, insurance, and debt payments. Essentially, these are the things we all need to survive. For example, if, if it's just you and your spouse, perhaps selling the family home and moving into a two-bedroom condo may, may make sense for you. The second bedroom could give you space to host children or grandchildren, but more importantly, you'd, you're able to reduce your overall housing costs while still living fairly comfortably and happily. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's really good. And uh, let's not forget that downsizing often means a lot less upkeep. In my opinion, that's a perk. I mean, after <laughs> that's you're huge. Yeah. Yes. After you're retired, why not let somebody else worry about mowing the lawn? That's yeah. <laughs> that's what well, I know. There's, there's some weekends where I, I think, yeah, that would really be a nice <laughs> thing. Having a couple of extra hours where I could do something else. Yeah. I think that every weekend, especially during the summer with yard work, uh, what else do you recommend Jim? Okay, so a very strong financial step in terms of retirement is ensuring you're taking full advantage of Social Security. I get it after working for years, the temptation to start Social Security right off the bat is very tempting. But if you give into that temptation, there is a cost to bear. Not only does filing at 62 mean a smaller monthly check, but it also means in the future, you're going to get smaller cost of living adjustments because you're drawing on a smaller paycheck. Therefore, the increases dollar amount wise is less than if you would have waited on it to, to get that benefit. Um, so ask yourself this, do I need Social Security now at age 62 or would I be better off waiting to get my maximum benefit at age 70 and get the larger cost of living adjustments that go along with that. Now, sometimes it makes sense to go at 62, and sometimes it makes sense to go to 70 or somewhere in between. Everybody's unique in that regard, Tony. Yeah, that's true. I mean, everybody's situation is different, as you're always saying. And uh, I think Social Security can sometimes be thought of a just check the box and move on thing. Uh, but in truth, it does require a lot of thought and strategy if you want to maximize those uh, monthly checks you're going to be getting. It's not something to take casually. No, I agree, Tony. While Social Security provides financial uh, stability for millions of retirees, most people will likely need additional sources of income to maintain their preferred lifestyle, lifestyle throughout their retirement years. While an employer-sponsored 401k plan is certainly going to come into play for many people, there are also other good income tools out there. If you aren't already working with a financial services professional to find other retirement income opportunities, 
a Roth IRA may fit that strategy. There are also other solid possibilities as well. Just importantly, there are options that can be tailored based on your personal philosophy, your risk tolerance, income needs, and also what we call your time horizon when you're going to need that money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's that's true too. I'm glad you talked about a time horizon there. That's also a big part of retirement planning, and you know uh, the value of working with somebody like yourself certainly doesn't go away uh, when you stop working, right? Right, Tony. And another simple but powerful financial step in retirement is devising a spending plan. Think of a spending plan as something different than a budget. And at its most basic, a budget tells you what you can't or shouldn't do financially, while a spending plan shows you what you can do. It sounds a lot more fun, doesn't it, Tony? (laughs) It does. Yeah. So a spending plan highlights the fun you get when you have, I mean, you get to have during retirement, which is traveling, golf, wine tasting, dinners out with family and friends, opening up a laptop and looking at a spreadsheet that reminds you, yeah, I can do this. I can go away this weekend with my grandkids. It's a powerful and important feeling that I think people should have. Well, yeah, knowledge is power, right, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. So another good way to save a few bucks in retirement is by making healthier choices. After all, healthcare is expensive. And even after you've had good insurance, chances are you're going to have regular out-of-pocket expenses. So eating right, uh, going for that long hike. You just bought your shoes, Tony, this weekend. And scheduling regular checkups isn't going to just help you live longer and healthier. It's going to keep more money in your wallet. Yeah, there you go. So where does long-term care fit into all this, uh, a financial strategy for retirees? Well, as we all know, not everyone is going to need long-term care in their retirement years, but everyone should consider planning for that possibility because not doing so could cause tremendous financial harm, particularly for the the surviving spouse. In fact, uh, let's use an area in, in Los Angeles, for example, Forbes magazine notes that the average private room nursing home cost is around $110,000 annually, which really isn't too far from the annual nursing home costs in Wisconsin and Illinois, where we live. Since Medicare and Medicare supplements do not cover long-term care, it may make sense to consider purchasing long-term care insurance or looking at a life insurance plan that contains life insurance or or that contain long-term care benefits. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can, the bill could be $10,000 a year, even, or a month, I mean, $10,000 a month, which is about 120 grand a year for long term care, even here in the Midwest at certain facilities, depending on what you need. Uh, I just, it's outrageous the cost. I, I think it's good that you really have a plan in place. And I know there are a number of ways to deal with that and strategies. And that's something that you can talk to our listeners about if they want to set up that complimentary. Uh, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, And you know what? It's been a terrific show, but we're out of time, Jim. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, it's just if uh, our our, uh, listeners would like to go and find more information about us, you can go online at www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. 
Kramer again is spelled K-R-A-M-E-R, or you can call my offices in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. The number is 262-729-4128. In McHenry, Illinois, office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to call if you have any questions or if you'd like to set up a face-to-face meeting. It's our goal to help you prepare for your retirement that many of you here have been working really, really hard for. Yeah. I think it's huge and uh, a great show today. Again, Jim and listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at kramerfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramer Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representative representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.